This is Ananoob, episode 11. And I'm not going to give you a time period for this because these are recorded in advance. <laughs> yes, uh, I mean, what? Fourth wall illusion? What? <laughs> yes, this week we have no Nathan because we are talking about Sailor Moon again. Hooray! And, but we do have James because he has somehow fallen in love with this show. It's kind of weird. I don't say I'm in love with it. You keep watching it. Well, that doesn't mean I'm in love. And <laughs> you watched it. Are you in love? Dot, that is dot, dot. that is an at, that is a question that would best be answered by my teenage self, and he's not allowed to say anything in this situation. It's I don't know. It's it's kind of fun actually watching it because I had so many friends that watched it in high school, <laughs> and so it's rather uh, entertaining to finally figure out what they were doing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, when does my oh there we go. It's... Plus, we want you to listen, and we want you to be astounded that I'm still watching Sailor Moon. Mm -hmm. Yes. And coming back Isn't this to like quintessential anime, anyway. Ish, yeah, it's the one that everyone thinks of, certainly. And yeah. I am joined with by our host Derek. I assume the, they knew I was here. The Annie Master. <laughs> yes, I'm totally the master. <laughs> yeah, I'd assume that people would be able to recognize my voice. I well, have... You know, Nathan likes us introducing ourselves. Well, yes, very That's true, for you, Nathan. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's listening to this episode. Yeah, in regards to your question, am I in love? We're going to have to wait till episode 25 to answer that question. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, these episodes are where we admit to <laughs> where we admit to the most embarrassing thoughts. Yeah, we can talk about all sorts of embarrassing things. Yeah, except I don't want to. We have a live audience this time. Oh, who cares? <laughs> we are also joined by our producer, Philip, who's never listened to a single episode. And who doesn't actually do anything here. <laughs> So that's okay. He can join us. Wait, why is he going to be producer? Uh, I was just being silly. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I'm executive producer. Dang it. Fine. Yeah. Well, as they say in Futurama, executive doesn't mean anything. It's a uh, it's a meaningless title used to make insecure people feel better about themselves. And then the and then underneath that, you've got the credits that say executive producer Matt Groening. Oh dear. <laughs> it's like I feel better about myself. <laughs> yes. Yes. I have. For the podcasting, I've been giving myself a variety of titles. Producer, executive producer, director, writer. No, wait, no, that isn't. No, no writers. Yeah. <laughs> host. Host, host, host. Um, editor. So, yeah. Basically, there should, be a, there should be a word for the person that does everything in, a, in this kind of, you know, production. Yeah. I guess the closest I could imagine would be producer, even though that's technically not what movie producers do. They're just the ones that bankroll the whole thing. Right. And I don't even know what the difference between a producer and well, an Well, you're bankrolling producer. it. Yes, yes, I am. I'm and, and we're in Philip's room here. <laughs> this is a basement. <laughs> no, but yeah, this, yeah, I guess producer makes the most sense, even though that's not how they use it in movies. I am the one that is producing the podcast. Yeah, yeah, you're a producer. I, the podcast as it is being produced by me. Production is happening at the behest of my effort. Well, and now we've gone through all that. Let's go through the episodes. <laughs> also, I'm best boy, and um, I'm the gaffer. Yep. What do gaffers do? They hold the, the boom mic, I think. Oh. Don't they? I don't remember. I am now a gaffer. Good work. Also, people probably heard me touch the mic. <laughs> Bad work. <laughs> don't move. Okay. <laughs> no. All right. Well, let's go ahead and... All right, so we've got episode. This week we are going over episode thirteen. Uh, Girls unite. The end of Je 
J- jadeite. Yeah, uh, that's, that's a really clever rhyme there. Unite, jadeite. No, it does rhyme. Uh, Fourteen. A new enemy appears. Nephrite's evil crest. Fifteen. An un, uh, Usagi's panic. Ray's first date. And why is the original dub title of that an unnatural phenomena? Is Bray getting a date an unnatural phenomena? Is that what they're saying? No, what was the secondary part of that show? All right. <laughs> and uh, episode 16, A Girl's Dream, Usagi Becomes a Bride. Spoilers, no, she doesn't. Uh, I was going to say, I didn't really like that episode. <laughs> yeah. The other three were fine. Yeah, so in general, before we start talking about the episodes themselves, uh, how are you feeling about the show Fifteen episode, 16 episodes in now, having put in the time and effort? It's a lot better than the first four episodes. You've been noticing that trend, haven't you? Yeah, this, this I've been talking about, I think I talked about last episode with yep. um, One Piece. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, these anime start off with not so hot and then it gets a lot more interesting which means which uh which has an interesting significance for um for our annie noob current Mm -hmm. where within two three episodes we're like that's it we're done and yet at the same time you're like uh wait a minute but we know that they're not as good for the first episode three episodes in i think anything you should be able to yeah to know if you're gonna be able to handle it or not Mm -hmm. and this one i knew i'd be able to handle well honestly with rail wars all you only required one scene to know whether you'd be able to handle it yeah that was just well on episode two yeah, I have. Yeah, I need to watch that for oh, our next episode. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah. No, that's not our next episode. That's next episode we record, but they would have already listened to it months ago. Yes, I'm doing this on purpose to confuse them. Good, good work. You did it. Yep. I think Luna as a character is far more interesting by now. She's hilarious. Yeah. They're finally making the transformation scenes go faster, mm-hmm. which that does I really happening. appreciate. Like, mm-hmm. oh, finally, the animation scene didn't take ten minutes this episode. Yeah, they do end up cutting that down a lot as the series progresses, which is, of course, appreciated. And sometimes you don't even see them transform. They just show up transformed, and you're like, well, thank you. You're like, bravo. <laughs> it's like, yes. Brava, I guess. <laughs> is that, what? Brava? Brava, yes. Bravo, see? Wait, seriously? Bravo, brava. I thought so. I'm going to look this up. Well, don't look it up. Let's talk about the episodes. Keep talking. <laughs> All right. Okay, so the first episode was uh, yes, the uh, end of Jadeite. Yes. Yeah, so we lost. Hooray! We, yes, we lost the first villain. And okay, I, why are all the villains boys that look like girls with earrings? Because this was targeted at a certain demographic. Girls like boys who look like girls with earrings. Well, apparently they do in Japan, or at least somebody in Japan thinks so. Well, which I mean, there is okay. To be fair, sort of, there is a certain element of. A preference for men that look more effeminate uh-huh. um, in Japan ver- and some other parts of Asia versus in the West, where I'm just going to tell everyone I'm pointing out the proof that brava is a real word. <laughs> wow! Like it says, the etymology is Italian feminine of bravo. Yeah, but when would you use it when you're plotting a woman? I guess. In that case, brava, James. Brava. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, Bound-chan. What? No, don't you do But like, like I was saying, there is, um, <clears throat> there is the de- element of people that look, guys that look a little more effeminate is considered more attractive. Uh-huh. At least that's a more modern, you know, thing, you know, the more mm-hmm. slender kind of 
<clears throat> thin guy with, you know, clean shaven and whatnot. Um, while in the West, it's like, you know, or at least I assume, I'm not sure, it's um, where people prefer more, um, more muscular like guys, certainly, or at least the reactions that Chris Hemsworth and um, Chris, what's the other Chris? Evans. That's it, Chris Evans get. Like, you know, the reactions that you get to that, and um, which one of them's, it's uh, Chris Hemsworth is Thor. Uh-huh. And I don't know, it's kind of interesting with like a lot of um, fem- female fans and otherwise of um, the Marvel movies. For some reason, they seem to appreciate the fact that he has a beard mm-hmm. a lot more, which I guess that's kind of, that's the, that's where we are right now. I like now. Thor better with the beard. Yeah. And I'm a pretty big Thor mm. fan. Yeah, it definitely works better because, especially since, you know, he's a Viking, or at least he's a Viking god. Right. So, it, god. yeah, having him clean shaven in the original stuff doesn't make much sense, but. That's yeah. okay. It was Marvel. It wasn't supposed to make sense. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Yeah, <laughs> but I think in general, it is kind of interesting how you, how what is considered to be attractive in, you know, the different hemispheres is kind of yeah. well, a little bit flipped. Is not. He is not a man's man. Uh, no. No, that is later with, um, I forget which one, but hi-yo. Oh, in this show? Yeah, gay yeah. joke. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, no, I've Sorry. actually knew that there, we were getting to those. Actually, I thought Jadeite was going to be with the next one, Nef- Nephrite. No. But they weren't. No, those two. No, it's the last two. Yeah. Oh, I have two more to go through. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there's four of them. Five, right? Four. So we've already met the other one, then. Or is that... No, I mean, there's four in total. Haven't we met the one that hates Nephrite yet? We've got... Okay, look, look it's Jadeite. Um, Nephrite. Nephrite. And then there's another one. That, yeah, like... we have met the other one. What's oh, his okay. name? I almost said, what's her name? Because it's a stupid original dub. Oh, they made it a girl? Yeah, they that's hilarious. turned him into a girl because that's the one that is... Um, that's, you know, the one that's gay. Uh-huh. And uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna. Oh, there we go. Zoocyte and Kunzite. And Zoocyte is, I think, the third one that was turned into a girl. Are there only four for the whole five series? No, no. These are guys. These guys are just for the first one. Uh, for, oh, the, for the first, first season. No, they change villains every season. Oh, okay. Every series, I mean. We're not gonna be fighting the Dark Kingdom forever. No, no. That that gets wrapped up this ser- series. I'm super disappointed. Can you tell? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, don't worry. You'll love the other villains. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Yes. Insert your own uh, sardonic stares, if you will. Oh, dear. Mm. I was really glad that Jadite is finally gone. Indeed. It was, I, you know, I actually clapped <laughs> a little. Like, oh, finally, he's gone. I'm so tired of Jadite. <laughs> yeah, it... I think, in general, these four, these four villains, they're... Yeah. Uh, not the most interesting of the groups. Personally, my interest becomes a lot more invested when I was uh, when I watched this show as a kid. Every once in a while, I became my interest became a little more invested, shall we say? When mm-hmm. they had did the exact same thing with like just new new sort of not main villain, but sort of grunt villain grunt uh-huh. um, from like week to for like you know several weeks and then switch to a new one when it was when they were doing girls instead of guys so mm. i think i think we're finally getting we're breaking away from the 
the pattern mm-hmm. finally. There will be a bit of a pattern in I mean, the. There still is the the searching for human energy. Yeah. But we are finally. I mean, I think just killing off the grunt mm-hmm. felt like oh, progress. Finally, there's some progress. Wait, you mean there's another one? Crap. <laughs> but at least he was different. Yeah. If he he has a different way of doing things. Mm-hmm. You have to true. watch that scary middle finger come hither hand that Jedi does. <laughs> that is, I yes. do not like that hand. <laughs> He's like, bad touch, bad touch, I'm not oh. touching you. I don't care. Oh. Yeah, so he's gone. Gone. That's good. Uh, let's see. Yeah. The fight at the airport was pretty fun. It's like, oh, yeah. they're finally getting interesting fights, too. Yes, that Instead is. Instead of just like, Usagi! Throw your tiara. I'm scared. Just throw your freaking tiara. <laughs> Same stock mm-hmm. animation. Throws the tiara at the end. It's like, oh. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that is the thing. Yeah, it is as we get more. Because that is the thing. There is a bit of an ongoing story sort of going on here. But at the same time, you, um, you with, uh, <clears throat> they do kind of have to do episodic episodes mm-hmm. pardon um just to sort of you know stretch things out because keep in mind that at the time that this was coming out it this, was the manga was still out yeah and they were kind of still following it later series don't follow the manga they just do their own thing which interesting is, yeah because i mean the manga mm. itself is not actually that long uh-huh. and so i don't know how long the the cinnamon crystal is going to go for but it will be covering the entirety of the manga and that won't take quite as long to get through so or something i don't know we'll have to see how they do that exactly what they do it in one season or what comparing these episodes to crystal mm-hmm. i think crystal's way more interesting oh yeah so far and i also like i feel like crystal's almost like the hd remake it kind of is That's actually kind of it I is think of it now because it's in hd you can get it in hd mm-hmm. this you cannot and this is you know it's still in a little square so you have the two black yeah. bars on the side of your tv yep well, that's fine. I, I don't mind. Yeah, that's too yeah. much. But I feel like the HD version so far has been a lot. Yeah. Faster to paced, more interesting. Mm-hmm. So, We've only seen one episode by this point. I know. I'm like, well, by the time you're listening to this, we probably will have talked about more than one episode. But yeah, <laughs> this is going to be interesting how we're going to do that. But yeah, we'll. Yeah. We'll discuss that later. <laughs> yep, so episode 14, let's see. We get the introduction of Nephrite. And, and how he some, he calls on the stars mm-hmm. to make his plans work. So finally we have something, some, a new bad guy plan. Yeah, exactly. So, that, so that's good. Yeah, that provides a little bit of difference. And also, as we see in this episode with the introduction of Naru's childhood friend, who is never going to be, appear again, um, you do get a focus on individual persons you know it's oh um, the doll girl never shows up ever again doll girl is that where we're, that nara's friend no the oh no nara oh nara's friend i thought you meant the the doll no i no. think that might be next week's no yeah no no i mean the uh no the the tennis player tennis player yeah and so there what's what's interesting there is it gives this series an opportunity to now that it's expanded its cast a little bit and it will continue to expand the cast um of course as we go through but with this, what it um what uh, this allows the episode to do is it gives the the series it gives the episodes a little more meat. Yes. To them, rather than hey, look, this is this thing. Here's a bunch of random people we don't care about. With this one, it's like here's a person here. Care about this person? Oh no, their energy's being stolen. Etc. And so in this case, yeah. So did you? Yeah. Do you like that switch? 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just it's so much more mm. interesting lately, I guess I'd say. Yeah, it it does like provide oh, like I I can see how this would totally appeal to 13-year-old girls. Right, yeah. I mean, it's mm. totally is a show for young girls. But it finally yeah. it feels like they finally, you know, <laughs> made it a little more interesting. Yeah, they and do. I I liked the whole um, Usagi has to hide the fact that she's Sailor Moon from Naru. Mm, yeah, that's gonna be interesting if they play it out how I kind of expect them to. Yeah. I've gotten a little weird with the whole secret identity thing in places where it's not Batman. You know, mm, okay. just because it's so it's a man wearing a Batman shirt. Yeah, but no, I mean I'm saying Batman secret identity makes sense. A lot of other secret identities often don't make sense in certain shows like i don't know it's like there are some cases where it's like i need to hide this from my friends and family but you also wonder why don't seem to be like they'll be in any more danger if they know especially if your friends are already getting targeted yeah so and it's like i mean i guess sort of like where it a show that's similar like that where it never made sense was he-man oh it's like nobody can he hide that yeah this is We'll have to watch, uh, we'll do the He-Man noob podcast and we're done with this. Dude, let's do it. Just kidding. <laughs> no, we're doing it. Oh no. We will do it and then I'll show you the 2007, Seven. I don't know. The... Is it any good? It's actually really good. I yeah. like it a lot. It's good animation and everything, but interesting. Also, it's very cheap on Amazon. But nonetheless, uh, the, best the thing is, the thing is, like you got the original show where he hid who he was. Because basic reason of, you know, you're, you know, if they know that your friends are, you know, if your friends know, Skeletor will target them, which is kind of a weak, weak, kind of a weak sauce excuse. But at the same time, it's an old 80s show, so you forgive them. Well, it'd be fine if they weren't targeted in the first place. Exactly. But Skeletor did target his friends, didn't he? Yeah. Already. And yeah, and it's, it's especially more obvious in the, in the remake where the two thousand the two thousand ish series, uh-huh. where it's like okay yes the, okay I can understand the whole concept of a hero having a secret identity to protect their loved ones, aka Spider Man, mm-hmm. because you know he has an elderly aunt who he can't constantly be protecting. So if someone one of his villains went after her, that would be bad. However, it doesn't make sense with He Man. That excuse doesn't kind of fly because especially in that one because all of his friends are already. In the thick of it. They're all in danger, you know? Constantly. I mean, I guess it can kind of make sense where it's like, oh, hey, you can't reveal who you are to anyone other in case Skeletor finds out because what if he sets a trap for you and separates you from your sword? You're you're screwed then, which that makes sense. But at the same right. time, it's like, you seriously couldn't tell, like, Tila or, um, or um, Many Faces or Mechanic or Stratos? You couldn't tell any of them? I mean... It puts them in danger. For one, Tila would well, kick does, your butt for that because. Does Usagi even have a reason to not tell anybody? I don't. I don't recall being given a reason. I mean, yeah, there it. I I thought she was hiding it. So remember that episode when her brother was mm-hmm. like hiding behind the car, and mm. she didn't tell him who she was. Right. I thought that was because she didn't want him to know. I can see that. And that, that I could see like. Oh, I don't want... What's her brother's name? She-something? She, she S-H-something? Oh. She-she-no? I can't remember. Sh- I don't remember. Shitsu? <laughs> Shitsu? I don't think so. I don't recall. I don't... He's not important. 
Well, anyway, when she didn't... Shingo. Shingo, right, yes. I knew this name. <laughs> when she didn't want Shingo to know... I mean, if I had that bad of a relationship with my brothers, or... Yeah, I guess it'd be brothers. Mm. I wouldn't want them to know that I was, you know, running around doing all stuff. Because then you'd be like, Mom! Yeah. The dog is running away again! <laughs> I guess, but I, I, yeah, it never really specifically says it. I mean, I guess it is kind of the, you know, it. We need to protect your um, family, but at the same time, it's kind of like they're just as in as much danger. They could be targeted whether they know or not. And I mean, granted, your friend, your friends and family knowing wouldn't. Wouldn't um you know necessarily mean that your villains are gonna find out as long as your friends and family aren't stupid and tell people. And I mean you've got writing prompt for your next book. <laughs> friends and family are stupid and tell people. <laughs> no, but I mean if you take for example go back to Spider Man a little bit, Mary Jane knew. She yeah. knew he was Spider Man. She wasn't necessarily in any more danger because she knew or didn't know. Um, but and then yet he didn't tell Aunt May, which was kind of weird which then you compare the when you compare it to batman it's like okay let's see how many people know alfred tim dick jason thought he would have done something with that when he was a villain damien barbara cassandra stephanie clark diana like i don't know who any Hal, people are <laughs> the justice league oh okay i do know them some of the them diana, uh, wonder woman wonder yeah woman. And so, and it's like, and also you take, and I was like, okay, let's see, and then Catwoman, um, Selena knows, um, Doctor, what's her face, Tompkins knows. You're talking to the person that doesn't know anything about DC. Yes, well, she's basically the, she's the doctor that took care of him after his parents died somewhat. Oh. Or sure, no, she was like, she was. She mean Gotham? Yeah, she's in Gotham. Excellent. I don't know, actually, she might. They might, I'd be very upset if they didn't. But nonetheless, it's Love like... cross your fingers. Nonetheless, you think a character like that, and so many people know, including one of his former um, enemies. Mm-hmm. And yet, at the, well, then again, he has... I guess he has provided her with good reasons not to rat him out. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, still, it's like you kind of think, okay, you know, trusting people with the truth doesn't necessarily mean they'll immediately blab... Right. So you can't, and it doesn't put them in any more danger. They're kind of putting themselves in danger. But you know, it is still. Hmm. I don't know. It, it's the secret identities are weird. So when are are we to assume that the bad guys don't recognize their faces? It's never explained. I remember hearing from people on forums that apparently the magic that transforms them also hides their identity without so actually hiding their faces. Their face. Yeah, which makes no sense because later on you've got Sailor V who she wears a mask. Yeah. And then she stops wearing a mask when she shows up. It's kind of weird. Well, I don't, yeah. Anyway, interesting, interesting episode. I was glad that they saved uh, mm-hmm. Naru's friend. Indeed. Um, all right. Uh, episode 15. And in this one, let's see. Usagi finally learns Mamoru's name, which... Wait. What? She learns uh, Mamoru... His first name? Yeah, she never knew him before. He was at the the video game store. Oh, right, yeah. But she yeah, doesn't she... know his first name, but... No, she didn't know any of his name. Oh, okay. She didn't know his name, because he always just called her Bunhead, and she was like, you're mean. Okay. I really appreciated the last time. I think it was 
mm. a couple episodes ago when he made fun of her on the street and then she started crying and everyone's like hey that man's being mean to that little girl what a jerk and i was like yeah what's coming to you man and he's like mm. uh, uh. he runs away it's hilarious <laughs> that was, yes i also i'm also glad that finally i remember i was like all right yeah his name's Mamoru. Oh, is Darian or something over here, or Damon? Or... Yeah, Darian in Darian. well in the dub, but you've but his last name is Motoki, so it's so weird when he's constantly being referred to as Motoki, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not the right name, but I can't remember. But then Mamoru? finally, I was like, Mitchell. oh, Mamoru, right? Wow. Oh, there, there we go. That's his name. Um, yeah. So let's see. Um, the dating subplot yeah. of this episode actually worked for me. No, I was kind of surprised. But I liked Ray asking out Mamoru. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I liked Usagi grabbing Umino and making him go on the date with her. That was hilarious and mm-hmm. horrible and awkward. Mm-hmm. But I actually was really glad that this whole dating thing worked. Mm. For me, anyway. Yeah. I, I, when I was watching Glass Lip, like the uh. whole dating stuff just drove me crazy. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't handle this. Mm-hmm. But like this, this dating was just silly. Yeah, yeah it is... Yeah, and then also, I am a little bit amused with, um, yeah, with, um, how, let's see, was, oh yeah, it was Ray that says, oh, you know, Mamoru and Tuxedo Mask are kind of similar. So yeah. it's like, you don't say, you don't freaking say. <laughs> or when she leaves, she left Mamoru in the boat, runs off, and then Tuxedo Mask shows up later. Oh, yeah. That was kind of silly. Yes. <laughs> the the subplot with the park, I think, actually gave Ami... Amy. Amy. No. Mm. Like, Ami-chan. That's what I always think of her, because that's how no. I say it really fast. Mm. Ami-chan gave some substance to her character, too. Mm. You know? Oh, she likes enjoying being outside. She was really hurt. The man yelled at her. Mm. Gave her some more personality, because I feel like mm. she hasn't really been given much... Yeah, time in the show. that is kind of one of the downsides of that is with a large cast of main characters, some do tend to fall by the wayside because their personalities are not as strong. Right. And so, yeah. But and I feel like Ray has overshadowed um, mm-hmm. Amy because of that. Though I will say, again, out of all the characters in this show, Amy is the only one I'd actually want to hang out, hang out with as a real person. Just because she's the only one that isn't freaking noisy. Like, I wouldn't mind hanging out with Luna. I think Luna and I'd get along pretty well. And talking cat. We'd sit there and, like, make fun of people. <laughs> like, man, that is is such a crybaby. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I don't know, talking cat. It'd be like, cat just looks at you. I know what you do when you think nobody's looking. He's like, ah! He's like, darn you, cat! That is not the cat I want to play with. He's like, no, it's like shell-shocked cat. He's like, I've seen things. <laughs> Terrible things. Like that brony, uh, that car- that college humor brony cartoon, which was highly offensive, but also hilarious. I didn't watch that. I think it's, I'm glad I missed it. Yeah, it's basically the ma- the brony's the typical fat gross neck beard oh. and all his little pony toys are all terrified because they see what he does when he's alone oh no <laughs> they're like it's just like it's like ah! oh. yeah and but yeah it is it is nice amy does get some episodes here and there to herself which is very useful because mm-hmm. she is one of those characters where when she's in the group she's the one that doesn't say anything or go it's harder right. to get to know the character yeah 
but at the same time, I'm thinking, you know what? You're all right. You're the kind of person. Ray like doesn't to hang bother out. me too much. A little abrasive. She'd probably hurt hurt our feelings in real life. Yeah, but I mean, <clears throat> but yeah. you know, actually, Usagi's growing on me. I, Good. <laughs> I actually chuckled a couple times when she flipped out at something this time, mm. and I was like, "Oh, I'm finally getting used to you." Yeah, mm. all the time. Like it, it's not so I don't know abrasive it, anymore. I don't In know real if life, I don't know if I could handle that. But yeah, I don't know if it's getting used to uh, more as your parts of your brain are shutting down. <laughs> well, You're I like, have been watching a lot of anime, so oh, oh burn. Yeah, <laughs> darn it, can't reach. Okay. Uh, yeah. So let's move on to episode sixteen, shall we? Oh, let's see. I didn't like this one. <laughs> no. A girl's dream, Usagi becomes a bride. What are you talking about? That is totally a modern and very feminist view of what all women want. Okay, so, no, it's not the fact that it was anti-feminist. It was the fact that it was just kind of boring. And That's the guy speaking. It's like, it's an an episode about wedding dresses, and there's the switch that goes in our heads when that happens. And we're like... I mean, yes, I want my wife to have a nice wedding dress, but have everyone fighting over it and like <laughs> Ray trying to schmooze Usagi's mom Bride- a wedding dress, and just, <laughs> bridezillas like, before bridezillas. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It didn't do anything for me. It is one of those episodes that is very much this is for the target audience. But I liked the home ec teacher going nuts and mm. like being evil to that little man that she uh. liked, and then Usagi and Naru were like, wait. That's who she's marrying? <laughs> yeah. But it gives hope for all of us boys that are unmarried. <laughs> See, even ugly anime men can get nice anime women. Yeah, but real men can't get nice anime women because they aren't real. Wait, Thus, there's no such thing as a real man? No, real anime women. <laughs> I know, I did that on purpose. Yeesh. It was clever, okay? No, it wasn't that clever. I might have to re-listen to this to get that. <laughs> to get what? To get the joke. Oh, you were like, real men don't get anime women because they're not real? And I was like, what, there's no real men? Oh, jeez. It's not... That <laughs> <I> was dumb. <laughs> you know what I meant. My... <laughs> of course <clears throat> I knew what you meant. My misplaced modifiers aside. <laughs> yeah, that... It... It is... Yeah, I don't know. It definitely wasn't my I favorite. Didn't, like... Mm-hmm. I wasn't pulling my hair out the whole time. True. And so it was like, eh, okay, like, uh, well, and I think that's something this whole anime thing has taught me. Anime will probably never be my first choice. Mm. If I'm going to be like, oh, I should watch something, I do not think I'm going to sit down and say, oh, I really would like to watch anime today. <laughs> I don't think that's ever going to happen. Mm. Well, but Just you wait till I get you through One Piece. <laughs> like, by the time I've watched 600 episodes of that, I'll just be like... Yeah, okay, thanks. It's like, you're just sitting there in a hypnotized stupor. One piece is love, one piece is life. Oh dear, that does not sound like something I would say at all. No, nor does any One Piece fan, but... Oh. Well, anyway, um, I think what the watching anime has shown me that there are things to enjoy, even in stuff that maybe you wouldn't mm-hmm. be inclined to check out uh, initially. Indeed. Yeah, that is... <clears throat> if we can ever find an anime show that is my favorite show, mm. well, there mm. there might be a prize or something. Yeah, we might have to dig a little bit more. Maybe I'll give you a Crunchyroll 
two-day pass or something. <laughs> something like that. I don't know. Something that I don't have to put any in. <laughs> that I don't actually have to pay anything for. <laughs> well, technically, I do pay for those, but that's on top of the anime that I get. Right. But, yeah, I have to say, this is definitely one of those shows where you do kind of have to watch it a little bit to understand what mid nine late 90s um anime fandom was all about yeah and because like these are the shows because i mean also keep in mind um compare the series the western series that are available in the in the 90s um and you can kind of sort of perhaps start to understand why people would switch would start watching this because uh-huh. a lot of the shows then you, i mean you had like you had batman you had the some of the marvel cartoons some of which mm-hmm. were good some of which weren't good um but they were very much a very rough very um well not rough but very stiff style a lot yes. of times mm-hmm. that makes it that makes it difficult to really enjoy them as much while even gargoyles while very entertaining mm, was is, is very stiff it is definitely stiff there is a certain element to the animation i mean it's the some of the best animation that the Disney TV studios ever produced, and it has excellent stories, mood, coloring, etc. But at the same, darn it, um, at the same time, you kind of have to. It is very much, you know, you do feel like there sh- would have been moments where a little more fluidity would have been necessary, and that is one of the things why I think that modern, a lot of m- modern shows um, do a lot better is because they do adopt a little bit more of that fluidity mm-hmm. from um, anime, and you also, and then you also have the ones that try to be a little more serious that also take a book from like Looney Tunes and so on mm-hmm. with their sort of like you know the way they. Um, do their art and their animation but like say for example a show like um, Young Justice which is very much a western style with some with the way some of the eyes are drawn a little more detail in them than you would see in some of their western predecessors mm-hmm. so maybe a little bit mm-hmm. of an anime influence there but not as much and they are I don't know that show I need to watch more it does have some moments where it's not as frenetic it's not as you know the characters aren't as wild in their motions they still move a little bit more like real people do right that have super speed and stuff but nonetheless because so many people have super speed yeah nonetheless it is still very much a show that you know that's kind of that's the the evolution of the Mm -hmm. western style and Mm -hmm. then you have the uh and then you have a show like avatar the last airbender and Korra, which are um, hybrids of the Western and um, Eastern. Anim- Eastern styles, which it is kind of interesting with that one is that, pardon, is that you've got, I mean, the eyes. The eyes and the faces look anime. But then something about the way the bodies are drawn, or I don't know what it is, but there's just something about it that doesn't quite look entirely anime, you know? I think that's why I like it so much. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's kind of it's kind of interesting. I want to say it's somewhat the bodies, but you can see kind of the way the bodies are drawn. In you know, you get that yeah. in some anime as well. Mm. It's there's just something about it that's different, which yeah. I don't know. It's hard Considering to tell. the shows that were coming out at the same time this was, mm. I totally can understand why this was appealing to so many girls. Mm-hmm. And some girls, girls surprisingly. Well, of course, there's always going to be crossover, right? Yeah, but 
how many shows in that same time period can you think of in America that were based on a show about four to five to six or seven female characters? <laughs> can you think of any now? No. And that's something I, I think I was either telling you or Nathan about recently. Mm-hmm. The anime in general seems to do much better with female characters. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, there's obvious fan service like that. Thing. Kimono peach thing. Yeah. But, um... And Haibane Renmei does better. The girls were fine. Sailor Moon, the girls are actually pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they're actually there. I mean, granted, and, they can be vapid and annoying at times, but they are not portrayed any more negatively for being female. No. Like, you know, you could still see the same behavior from male characters oh, yeah. in yeah. anime. And you do um, see the same behavior in time. When we talk about Trigun, one of the things I loved about Trigun mm. was the fact that the second and third main characters are girls. Mm-hmm. They are funny. They're hilariously brilliant. Yeah. They're awesome with you know <laughs> weapons. Uh, that is possibly my favorite part is any time they get into a conflict like at the at the bar in like one of the early episodes and Millie accident the strap on her giant gun breaks yeah. <laughs> people are just like Ugh. yeah the yeah. interesting thing with that Sean we'll get into that when we talk about it <clears throat> is the way they draw the the women there is that they don't you know use them for fan service like ever yep. as a matter of fact most of the time they are wearing what basically amounts to cloak-like coats. Yep. So, yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Choice. Interesting choice. But yeah. I do feel like anime in general, now that I've watched a mm-hmm. you know, spattering of other shows, the female characters seem to be treated way more mm-hmm. on an equal basis mm. than men. Granted, my, my personal you know, interests would usually go for more of like the mm. sword and sword and sorcery sort of stuff. And that mm. would be more boys than girls typically. Well, yeah. But even in anime, it seems like they have a more decent mm-hmm. yeah. gender ratio. Somewhat. Yeah. Especially when you consider older Western shows, um, <clears throat> more modern shows like Legend of Korra, for example, granted season two had its questionable moments, Very but questionable. other than that, season one and season three, for example, do a really good job with the girls there. Um, Better. And than any season other. and and Avatar: The Last Airbender does a really good job. Actually, the girls are some of the best parts. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I actually think Avatar did better with the female characters. Does, yeah. But having Korra being the main character is that's, very good. That's the interesting thing is that. Even though Korra is the main character, it feels like Avatar is more a more feminist show than Korra. Uh, yeah. Because a lot of the... You do still get with Korra, you do get a certain elements in it that are very much... This is a little more... This is seen more from the male perspective mm-hmm. at times. Mm-hmm. And Korra yeah. being... Um, more a little more masculine than t- traditionally feminine does add to that a little bit Probably. where I, I think she's good she's a good female character good female role model but at the same time sometimes you kind of feel like she's the she's the guy with boobs that writers warn us about mm-hmm. writing you know it's like no that's not yeah, how to draw women she's too bad though she's a, she, I feel sometimes she's approaching the border of that she hasn't crossed over but she has some moments where you just kind of think are you writing a girl or are you writing a guy who just happens to be sexy maybe i was having a problem at the beginning of sailor moon is because the only girl was usagi yeah but having multiple girls that Mm -hmm. she can bounce off on i guess it bugs me less that she's whiny yeah because 
Well, you have one crybaby, but then you have Ray. You have Amy. You have Luna. Who's you a have... stone cold killer? Ray is. <laughs> I love her slapping the paper. Oh yeah. On things that is just so different. <laughs> also That's the so fact. Cool. That, also the fact that she uses fire, and I'm like, I'm down. It's cool. Was it fire spray? No, that's bubble spray. What's her fire soul? Fire soul. Yeah. So. <clears throat> I don't know. I never I... pay attention to the different attacks that they get. Okay, the attacks and everything, every single attack always makes me chuckle. <laughs> From, what is this rocket? What is this rocket? The rubber rocket? Oh, yeah, gum gum rocket. Gum gum rocket to fire soul to bubble <laughs> spray to moon tiara action. Yeah. It all makes me laugh. I'm just like, why would you scream out what you're doing? Yeah. Where did that come from? <laughs> it is. Why would you? I, I wouldn't want to be like sailor kick and then kick because they know I'm going to kick and they're going to grab my foot. <laughs> it. I think it has something to do with the concept of the shout in some martial arts. Which oh, is, I didn't know there was a shout. Yeah, it was like you know, like you know the kai. I don't know. I'm not going to do it on the podcast because that would be way too loud. But you know, everyone plug your ears. Ready? <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's like you do this sort of like you know you expel all your breath at once and in doing so you empty your lungs of air you tighten your abdomen or this are and they it, actually saying something i thought you just went like huh and got like no yeah no i'm i'm not saying you say anything i'm just saying you know you go huh, kind of like that and you uh-huh. expel you expel all the air tighten your abdomen and then by the tightening of the muscles and the expelling of the air you know you can get hit in the gut and it doesn't hurt well, at least not as much because a lot of the, the pain comes from when somebody hits you in the yeah. gut and all the air gets pushed out of your oh. lo- out of your lungs, which is freaking painful. <clears throat> and so it's the kind of and also the same concept that you could do that. You can do you do that when defending and that mm-hmm. keeps you from getting hurt. But you also do it when attacking because, you know, it, it sort of helps, you know, concentrate power a little bit and also the if you have a good yell when you're punching someone you know human reaction is to flinch so you yell right and punch they flinch and right in the face mm. and so or in the solar plexus or in the gut wherever you're aiming for <clears throat> and i sort of think that that is kind of what the concept here is where you yell it in a certain way it's the um the psychological aspect to it where mm-hmm. if someone were to just, you know, if Ray were to just use her fire and just without saying anything, you know, I'd be like, okay, fair enough. That's probably smarter. But at the same time, you know, you kind of got that. Well, the airbenders, or the, well, the airbenders, but the benders never say anything. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's not anime. It's kind of become ingrained in anime to do so. But right. at the same time, you know, it, it kind of also has that impact of a psychological impact on the viewer right where it's just cool it just ends up cooler and i mean shows like say for example dragon ball z it comes across as almost it's never said as such but it comes across almost like a magic spell mm. you know where you have to you mm-hmm. you know you have to say the spells like you know goku holds his arms down and he's like Ha-me-ha-me, ha! and it's like you know it's probably not necessary but it feels somewhat like a spell. Yeah. And so I think that's kind of a little bit where that comes from, the okay, concept of yeah, magic. And also it just really... It still makes me It's laugh. really cool in some cases. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the sort of like, you know, the glowing blue orb in his hands and the soul. Kame! Kame! Ah! It's just, you know, it just provides a nice beat to the action. Did they do that in the, the live action movie? What? Kamehameha. 
You know, I don't remember. Right. That's the only exposure I've had to a Dragon Ball. <laughs> I don't recall, but I do know that they called it airbending, which was horse dog dookie. People don't believe that happy me. note. <laughs> People don't believe me, but I swear they called the Kamehameha in the Dragon Ball Evolution. They called it airbending. Well, I no don't one, know why. No one wants to sit down and watch it again to see if you're right or wrong. <laughs> I might watch it again. There were some moments where it's like, I don't know. The only thing that made me chuckle in that movie when was when he was trying to, you yep, know, the same thing. For yeah, me. with the hair, he uh-huh. was trying to sort of smooth it down, and then it just went boom. And it was like, you don't look anything like Goku, but that's. That is kind of silly. Well, on the note of Dragon Ball Evolution, we should probably watch that sometime again and do a review of it. The movie? Yeah. Oh. No, no, no. Here's what we need to do. Here's what we need to do. I need to make you watch a couple episodes of Dragon Ball. Well, at least the first four, like normal. Yeah. Although, the th- yeah, the, the thing is, is, well, that one's kind of hard because the movie is so has absolutely nothing to do with anything. Yeah. So what I could probably do is get you to watch some episodes of Dragon Ball, which I think it's on Hulu. It should be on Hulu. And then some episodes of Dragon Ball Z Kai. I'll make you watch Kai because... Don't know what that is. It's the shorter one. Oh. It's the one where they cut out all the... Uh, and all the powering up and the excessive fights. Is and all it the based filler. more on the manga than the other one is? It's, it's not a remake, but it is an... It's a cut of the original anime using the manga as a guideline. Ergo, they cut oh, out... it's a cut? Yeah, it's the same oh, animation. It's the same animation. They just cut out the filler. And I'm sitting here, like, shocked. Like, yeah. What? They really have two versions that they made? Yeah, I think... I don't remember how far it got. It well, didn't go through Well, then I want to watch the extended series. edition. Oh, you poor fool. <laughs> we can you know, watch I've that. I've never seen the original Hobbits or Lord of the Rings. Seriously? I have only watched extended versions. They're better. The original ones are better. Well, they flow better. They really do. We can debate that on another podcast. But, mm-hmm. back to Sailor Moon. Yes, back to Sailor Moon. This has <sighs> been fun. Indeed. I'm looking forward to the next four. Yes, we have. Yep, next ones. I mean, we have years worth less left of this, don't we? Meh, well, I don't know about years worth, but we have a lot left. Um, well, Hulu's only putting out two a week. Well, that's only take 104 a, a week, or 104 a year, so that's... <laughs> True. Let's see. Yeah, let's see. Well, the next ones, we have 17, 18, and 19, and 20, which is Usagi's a model, the flash of the monster camera, Shingo's love, the grieving doll, that's the one you're talking about, Yeah. Usagi's joy, a love letter from Tuxedo Mask, and... The Summer, The Beach, Youth and Ghosts, and hey, look which one didn't get brought over with the original dub. Oh, The Beach one didn't? Nope. <laughs> yeah, cause... Okay, but they put over the weight one. Nothing is going to be worse to me than that weight. Yeah. The weight one. But anyway. Yeah. Not even all the girls so in Derek, skimpy swimsuits. what are you rating Sailor Moon at this point? Ugh, well... Maybe in general or these episodes. These episodes, well... On a rating of five stars. Moving from Nephrite to Jadeite... No, Jadeite to Nephrite... Yes. Um, ...is certainly a good move. I like the adjustment to how... The change to how now we have more characters to focus on, mm-hmm. which gets us more invested. I wouldn't mm-hmm. necessarily say I'm particularly invested, but I would give these four and the series up to now about three out of five stars. That's not bad. And so, yeah, how about you? What would you give it? Oh, probably three. Three? Okay. I mean... Sounds about good. I don't know. On some of the better episodes, I might even go up to four. 
Hmm. But in general, it's it's kind of a three, kind of a mid-length show. It's not hmm. something that drives me crazy, but I don't mind watching it at this point. Right, yeah. It is... Yeah, it's certainly one of those... Oh, yeah, it's one of those shows where... I don't know. It's odd to discuss because, I mean, mm-hmm. there is there is still... I think, in general, anime fandom regards it as a classic show and yeah. as something at least worth watching. But I can once. see that now. Yeah. Like, originally, I was like, really? This is the classic? Mm-hmm. And now, thinking about when my friends were watching it, mm-hmm. um, you know, back in the day, like, oh, yeah, that totally makes sense why they were watching it and why mm-hmm. they were in love with it. Yeah. And how easily I could have been interested in the show. Yeah, I think so. I never got into it. We had some friends of the family that were way into it. Uh-huh. And at the time, I was like, well, this is, um, huh, interesting. This is a girly show. I don't want to watch a girly show. Yeah, Granted, well, I didn't have much of the TV. Yeah, and then later on, when I was a little closer to my teen- my puberty years, there'd be moments when they'd come to visit, and I was like, oh, by the way, you know, we've got the, uh, one of the channels has Sailor Moon on it, if you want to watch it. Um, Let's go fr- watch it. Waggling, wagging eyebrows. <laughs> With I my... think I've made enough girls watch shows that I want to see mm-hmm. that it's just fine to watch some girly shows. Yeah. And I think also right now, I think in general, I mean, back in the day, you know, it was the typical, oh, you watch Sailor Moon, that's a girl show, you know, that you a lot of um, us had at the time, mostly mm-hmm. because of age, and also because at the time, it was still new, still coming out, and we well, didn't have, we have the hindsight. We have bronies now. I this mean, is true. we have a totally different landscape. We have girls yeah. who love Star Wars and are, you know, adamant about their love for Star Wars. We have girls that love Batman and Superman. Mm. And... Why can't I ever meet any of those girls? Well, why don't you? <laughs> anyway. I don't hang out with people. People suck. That's exactly what I was going to say. Why don't you go hang out with people? I don't want to. <laughs> no, but yeah. And also, right now, I do feel that there is with Sailor Moon. There's a certain sense of. Um, people can sometimes make the assumption that, oh, you're watching this because this is an old anime. You know, mm-hmm. it's there's a certain, there's a little bit of the um, vintage appeal to yeah. it. Yeah. Which kind of works. And I mean, you can sort of like say, it's like, yeah, I'm watching this because it's an old show. I want to see what, yeah. I want to watch yeah. a 90s anime. And this is pretty 90s mm. without the people exploding into monsters and eating other people. Like uh, some not so. No, okay, not cool. even. We're talking. Um, we're talking like the uh, OV, the crappy OVAs that came over in the early '90s. Like you know, when you think of anime, and you or think like of the violent blank face. Uh, I don't remember any of these. So yeah. That's probably just as well. Yeah, uh, just as well. Yeah, because a lot of these were like the really sort of hardcore, violent adult anime yeah. that were brought over in the early '90s, which weren't actually very good. Yeah, I so. guess this is where we should say the reason why we're not watching all the adult anime is because I don't want to. <laughs> Neither do I, really. The it's like, no, content I... issues. Yeah. The closest I'll get to adult... Why didn't you watch Attack on Titan? That one's not so much adult. I mean, oh, granted, nice. people get eaten but by giants, but at the same time, the it's still a shonen show. Uh-huh. Um, it is still a... I mean, there is still... I mean, yeah... It does its thing by subverting expectations of friendship and we'll do this together. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's still a show for a younger audience because they imply or say, oh, there is sexual slavery and trafficking in the 
in the central ring, mm-hmm. but you never see it. It said, mm-hmm. this is something that happens, but you don't show it. If it so were it's aimed more at a, of like a PG-13. Kind of, yeah. If it were yes. aimed at a higher audience, mm-hmm. they would they would not be sh- uh, shy to show. Right. Which, thank goodness it's aimed at a younger audience because, I don't know, there's certain manga that are have a really messed up sense of what constitutes adult. Um, there are a lot of adult shows where I'm where I end up thinking, this is not adult. This is for juveniles because it's, you know, it's a typical blood, gores, boobs kind of approach. To yep. This is what adult is, and so yeah. that's why I prefer shows that are for a younger audience in anime because you're a little more likely to not run into a bunch of crap, mm-hmm. and you're also and the weird though the weird thing is the anime is anime for adults um some of the adaptations from manga for adults Mm -hmm. tend to be tend to censor things a little bit (laughs) so you have moments where something happens and you get this sort of niggling feeling in the back of your mind where you're thinking something trigger worthy happened but they didn't show it and then you see then you check out the manga and you're like oh yeah that's a trigger putting this away Mm. burning this and if i hope i never meet the author of this because well, on that tangent, everyone, hope you enjoyed another Woo! rousing episode of Sailor Moon on Annie Noob. Let that la- this last little bit remind you why Sailor Moon is better than many, many other anime. Because it is not... So there's making... no triggers? No triggers. Yeah, no triggers. Unless you don't like gays, in which case... Well, <laughs> it's so mild, it's like, I come know. on. It's yeah, not that... like... I don't know. Yeah, I'm. I just... I just do have to laugh. It's like how that we'll I mean, get I to that. Ma- well, yeah, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, we'll get to them later, but you know, it just does make me kind of laugh. How it's like brought it over to America, and it's like that one's a woman. Uh, doesn't look like a woman. It's a woman. No, really, she. That's a man's body. It's a woman. Okay. Okay, then the Yellow Ranger is a woman too. Whatever you say. Yep. Seriously, in Power Rangers, the original. Yeah. Yellow one's a guy. That's why whenever the po- Yellow Power Ranger is transformed. She transformed into a boy? Well, she doesn't... It doesn't... I mean, it doesn't say she transformed into a boy. You just don't see the things that you would normally see from someone wearing a skin-tight outfit. Well, anyway, thank you for joining us. We will be back next week with more shows of some kind. (laughs) Yes, we have yet to decide. Possibly we will talk about half of Trigun for you, which that should be fun. All right, and we will see you all next week. Take care. Yeah, or uh, I shouldn't do the same joke two times in a row, but see you in a couple minutes.